0: Welcome back to High Flyer Radio, number 39, 39, That's right. Yeah, I got it right this Ooh, time. Goodness. Uh, Thirty-nine. As we are back on the what's it called, the internet, as we discuss the week of pro wrestling. As always, is an energy coming here to host the show launched my other host, in Angels.
1: What's up, man?
2: I'm tired today, dude. <laughs> yep. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, but I hit me today. I stayed year, up too
2: right? late. What's up?
0: Yeah, at least you finished full gear, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, bro, I finished full gear when full gear happened, bro. I don't know which. You- hey, that's that's you, man.
0: <laughs> oh man, it's been a wild week. Um, but as always, live and indirect in your faces on YouTube.com/slash/Nerdcore, Twitch.tv/slash/Nerdcore, and on Twitter, uh, where it doesn't let you comment, but you know we're glad that you watch there too. And, of course, yeah. on a podcast replay in any podcast platform on the in the internet in the world, of course. Uh, yep, another wonderful Sunday morning here as we get to talk about this week of professional wrestling. But before we get into all that, what's up, Ian? What's, how's it going?
2: Pretty good. Um, currently re-watching Spider-Man from 2002, I think, is when it came out. Um, yeah. Boy, this movie is not... <laughs> It's not as good as people like to make it seem it is. It's really it's, dated. It's so outdated, man. Like, it, I've actually, I'm I'm enjoying it, but it's also a little bit of a chore getting through it. Because it's kind of like, it's a little too cringy. But, uh, you know. Yeah. I'm getting prepared for the new Spider-Man movie, bro. That's going to be a good mm-hmm. weekend, bro. Bro, winter is coming back in my hometown of Dallas, Texas. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm working on trying to get some, like, really good tickets for that and then the next day getting to go watch spider-man no way home man that's gonna be a good two days
0: hell yeah man um i'm excited for what's it called uh for winter's coming i'm also excited yeah. to, what's it called uh watch uh, no way home i don't know maybe maybe we might want to do some what's it called uh maybe we might want to start doing some like review series of all these spider-man films as we lead up to no way home but then again yeah, we do have a pretty busy schedule with the uh films that are coming out right now to do reviews but yeah um either way i own spider-man 2002 on blu-ray um it's an old ass version of it so like it doesn't look as great as it's because it, it <laughs> it's like when blu-rays first started to come out yeah so i have it and uh yeah chances are that i need to get a new Those five dollar uh,
2: blu-rays
0: yeah it was like a five dollar bin blu-ray right yeah. and yeah, Chester, I need to just buy a new version of it because, uh, yeah, it doesn't look as great as it needs. It should. It should look.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it, I'm watching it on my MacBook with the 4K digital, so it looks pretty great, yeah. man.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's been a hectic week, y'all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and just uh, preface this. Uh, a lot of the stuff that's gonna be talked, I'm pretty much gonna talk mostly about AEW. Uh, that, what's it called? Uh is gonna cover Dynamite because I had hard ass week of not knowing how to yeah. spend my time.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, this was my first week not having a job, so uh, I had time to space out, and I had a bunch of other stuff I had to do because I have to take care of dogs here and stuff, and take care of the house right now. And uh, I wasn't able to like sit down and watch a lot of these uh shows, but next week I'm gonna be able to get back to my uh, regular pace of things, hopefully. Uh, yeah. But I-, I did get to watch Full Gear. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, let Aiden kind of open up here. Uh, well, before we get into, like, the Full Gear talk, how was the event, man? Because I know you went live. How was it? Yeah. Uh, let us know your time over there at Minneapolis.
2: Well, you know, given my glasses and the state of my phone and everything, it's safe to say Full Gear was a good sign. Uh, it was cold <laughs> as shit out there in Minneapolis, dude. Like, holy crap. It was so cold. Like, the moment I got there, it started snowing. Um the airport was kind of a nightmare to navigate through, which is the worst. Like, that's the, that's my biggest fear every time I go travel. It's like, oh, my God, I have to navigate through this fucking airport and figure out where I need to be and what time I need to be there. And I hate it. So that kind of sucks, especially with, like, the lift pickups. But, you know, the actual events themselves, uh, Rampage was a lot of fun the night before. Special live Rampage, since they don't do those live Rampages that often. That was great. Uh, Unfortunately, the main event for that show really kind of, like, sucked the air out of the room. And, like, people were genuinely pissed and, like, left the show as it was happening. Because people did not want to see Matt Hardy. And they damn sure didn't want to see Matt Hardy win over Orange Cassidy. So, that kind of sucked. But, you know, Tony Khan came out at the end of the show and gave us a lot of, like, Okada teases. So, I'm just... I... Man, I, I wouldn't be surprised if at Winter's Coming, we get Okada coming out, dude. Like, I really wouldn't. Like, it's there's something happening there. Uh, the New Japan and AEW relationship seems really strong. Um, but Full Gear, Full Gear is when it got crazy because it was double the amount of people that showed up to the Rampage event. And there was already a lot of people at Rampage. So it was just, like, deafening inside that building. Everyone was there ready to have a good time. Everyone was there ready to watch Hangman hey get that belt um full gear kicked ass dude it was a great fucking pay-per-view i personally even though it was there live i don't think it was as good as all out but that's because genuinely i think every match on all out was like four four and a half stars or above like that like all out was fucking sick dude like all Out was a great pay-per-view it might be the best pay-per-view of all time um but full gear was probably the second best pay-per-view of the year like it, it was great it was a great time
0: yeah, I'm glad you had a fun time, man. Cause uh, Fuck the
2: dude who uh, stole the shirt that I got for you, by the way. So I waited I waited like an hour and a half in concessions line. And I was like one of the first people to get there, which is crazy. They were already sold out of the I was there full gear shirts. Both of the ones that they had in a size large, which pissed me off. They didn't even have an extra large and they didn't even have medium. All they had was like small. I was like, I can't do that. Yeah, so then I, I was like, well, let me at least get Raul a shirt. So I got you the Malachi black shirt that you wanted. And some assholes stole it during the show. Yeah. They wouldn't let me get the refund or a new shirt. So damn, bro. Tony Khan, bro. You owe me a shirt.
0: TK, you owe me a shirt. Tony
2: Khan. When I finally make it up there, you owe me a shirt, bro. Jeez.
0: Um, that's so disappointing. Uh, but it's it's like I said, like I told you, bro. like it's I just fine want the 40 like... bucks
2: back, bro. I got bills to pay. Jeez. <laughs> it's,
0: yeah, people are assholes and uh we'll never really understand why people are assholes. And uh yeah, I really was looking forward to having that shirt because I really liked that shirt that you're telling me which one it was, and I was like, Oh, this was one of the ones I like. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh well. At least I got put on the pay per view. At least that was at least that was a good moment, bro. Yeah. Like it's a whole that.
0: Yeah. Um one second, I have to go grab something real quick, but I'll be right back. Um, um, no
2: man, you're good. While you do that, uh, I guess we can just go ahead and transition into the full year review. Um, yeah. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go ahead and cover some of the matches that I don't think were as pivotal, pivotal, whatever, as, as necessary as some of the other ones that we're going to deep dive into. I'll put it that way. Sorry, guys. It's early this morning. Um, Doctor Britt Baker and Ty Conti. Uh, It was a great match. Uh, There was a lot of really great spots. I really think that Ty Conti, this was like her best showcase uh, since she left NXT. It really shows that she's got a lot of room for development and a lot of room for growth, but she's grown so far already. So I thought this was a great showing for both these women. Unfortunately, being there live, you could literally feel the crowd just not caring about this match. Um, they gradually earned everyone back by the end of the, sh- by the end of the match. Uh, you know, they finished strong. Unfortunately, I think that, uh, Ty Conti hit too many of like her kind of like finishing maneuvers and it just really put Britt Baker over strong when I don't think she needs it. Britt Baker already, already looked strong, but at the same time, getting to see such a showcase from Ty Conti was great. I just don't think the build to this match was special at all. Um, they, they, they they built the whole thing upon each other's asses and sleeping around to get to the top and storylines like that revolving women and wrestling in the year 2021 I'm good I don't really need that and speaking of things that in the year 2021 that I don't really need and I'm good on uh Chris Jericho I just don't give a shit about the inner circle uh I've said it before and I'll say it again it's an unpopular opinion but like Sammy Guevara I don't know what it is about him I just don't like him uh it has nothing to do with his in-ring work because the dude's talented as fuck it's just something about him rising the wrong way I don't know what it is so I I just don't care I think his TNT title reign being tied into this inner circle feud has just not been good for that belt feels kind of stale right now I wish that they had kept it on Miro but that's a different conversation santana and ortiz i want them to be doing anything but inner circle business i don't give a shit uh they need to be thrown back into the tag team division soon please lord because in my opinion they're the ones to take the belts off of the lucha brothers um i don't know how they're gonna do it but i think that that should happen i think that they're the next ones they are hot they're over um jake hager his work does nothing for me. His character does nothing for me. His promos do nothing for me. Jake Hager is a miss as far as I'm concerned. I don't need it. I'm good. Uh, and Chris Jericho, why why did you have to start running your mouth over the past six months? It's just not been good. Well, really the past year, man. Really don't give a shit about anything Chris Jericho is involved in. So, you know, Minneapolis street fight. There was a toaster involved. It was cool. Um what else was there that was kind of like not as big uh, yes, uh, i guess uh i keep forgetting about the match even though it involved three of my favorite wrestlers currently uh the cody and pack match uh against andrade El idolo and malachi black the entrances were super sick live super excited to get to see all these workers but it just really right now i'm i'm good with cody if Cody disappeared from my tv screen for the, for another year right now i think that i think i'd be happy with that I, honestly i think that that's probably the right call if you don't want to turn him heel just have him disappear for a year get people back into the mood of being like damn where's cody i kind of miss cody cuz right now i think steven larson's podcast puts it best it feels like cody island it feels like malachi black and andrade Udalo and pack are all stuck on cody island they feel so separate from everything else happening in AEW. like it's really strange like the way that cody's storylines just don't feel like they're affected like in aw I, I, it's in seeing malachi black and andrade tied into this especially it sucks dude like i'd so much rather be seeing be seeing them do something else man like when we had finally moved on and we got that Malachi Black match with Dante Martin on Dynamite, I was like, oh, yes, this is the direction we need to be going. Like, Let's get more singles matches in for, for Malachi." And now we're just, we're doing tag matches. Uh, You know what I mean? It's like, come on, bro. I, I see where we're going. We're probably going to get a, a four-way match with all these guys. And it's going to be like, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing here, guys. I'm not into it. But uh, that was Doctor Britt Baker versus Ty Conti, Inner Circle versus American Top Team, and uh, Cody and Pac versus uh, Malachi and Andrade. So there's a brief rundown on those. I figured let's get all the ones that kind of didn't have as high of stakes going into it.
0: Yeah. Um. So I I liked the the match the, the what's it called the the Malachi uh, the tag match uh, I thought mm-hmm. it was fine. Uh, nothing too amazing. Um, the Take-Auntie and Britt Baker match, I, I liked, but it was, like, obviously nothing amazing either. Um, yeah, the build to that was
2: just terrible, dude. It was just like, hey, generic women's match, guys. It's like, but we need we need more than that in the year 2021. There's no excuse.
0: Yeah. And I didn't watch the, uh, the inner circle thing.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was a fun match, but it's just like, who cares right now, dude? Like, I, I think I, I think I did a good job breaking down why why the inner circle just no one's no one's into it right now. Um but uh, I guess I guess we should start with uh MJF and Darby Allen, the way that the show kicked off, dude. Holy shit. Oh hell yeah, um,
0: fantastic match. Uh I love MJF's like get up that he came in with. Oh,
2: yeah, <laughs> <it's great. laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that's great.
0: Yeah. that is this match is really good, man.
2: Yeah, that and uh, Darby's, like, face paint that he decided to do was really cool. I liked the little video package that he did on his way in where it was, like, supposed to, like, symbolize the the car crash that he goes in or that his uncle got into. I thought that was all pretty cool stuff. Yeah, the match was awesome, dude. Like, And and this was one of those matches that I was going into full gear, and I was like, I'm excited to see these two characters, but... I'll be honest. I'm one of those guys where like I I really like Darby Allen and I like watching his matches, but I've never loved watching a Darby Allen match. And same goes for MJF, where I'm like, they, it's just something about them just hasn't clicked with me. I guess this match was there to fucking get the people like me who like were like, yeah, you know, they're cool, but they're more character guys. You know, this was to get people like me to shut the fuck up because these two dudes went out there and worked their asses off and had genuinely one of the best singles matches of the year 2021 like i have to think about it but this might be my favorite match of the year i've got to be honest dude like they fucking killed it the spots that they came up with with each other were amazing um it was then it was just the right amount of american wrestling interference bullshit that i like where uh sean spears and wardlow come out on the ramp um and then you get Sting, who just already beats the shit out of him and gets them out of there before they can even come in and intervene. MJF's a heel, so he's got to use that diamond ring that he's been using for the past like two years uh, to get the victory over Darby. So it keeps Darby looking strong, but it keeps the momentum of MJF moving forward. Uh, I just, I think everything about this was a great match, dude.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh- I thought I
2: bought you enough time, bro. I thought I bought you enough time, man. <laughs> no, man,
0: it's okay. Hey,
2: it's all good, man.
0: It's a Sunday in a Mexican household. You know what that means. Hey, bro, it's, about it's Barbacoa time.
2: Yeah, we're chilling, bro.
0: Yeah, but I really like this match. I think that these two went to war, man. These two yeah. went to freaking war. And it shows, but please, please. Darby needs to win the next feud because he's lost two feuds now. Yeah. He's lost the CM Punk feud and he's lost what's it called this feud. Please let's yeah. get back on track to Darby winning these feuds because um I think I love Darby. Yeah. Um Would but be. I think that uh he he's more deserving of not having to lose these feuds. But
2: yeah match this,
0: went well. These, what's up? Match went, match went well, it was really good spots, and um I love the storytelling that they were going with.
2: Yeah, uh, seeing seeing these two dudes face off is like one of those stone cold rock moments. You know what I mean? Like these two dudes feel like the future and their chemistry in this match and their chemistry on the storyline built up to this match. This has been one of my favorite storylines to keep up with like every week on dynamite dude. So seeing the storyline work all the way through, everything comes full circle. MJF beat him the way he said he would. Darby Allen never broke mentally. He had the chance to use a skateboard in the match, but he didn't. Like Everything was told perfectly, dude. Like th- These two dudes are amazing. The stories that they're coming up with over at AEW are just always super compelling. Uh, I-, I think that ultimately MJF is going to be the guy to beat Hangman Page. We're going to come full circle on that story where they were the last two together in that first Casino Battle Royale uh they were the two dudes who came out during that uh first time whenever bret hart unveiled the aw world championship i think we're coming full circle to that story um and i think that darby allen should be the guy to beat mjf after that you know what i mean because these these guys can just build a series together
0: yeah i have a feeling that when mjf wins that title I don't know what arena they're going to be in, but they're going to they're going to they're gonna boo the shit out of that. Man. Oh, my
2: God. I think they're... it'll be I think double or nothing next year. Double or nothing next year. I'm going to go ahead and say Thunder Rosa beats Britt Baker for the AEW Women's World Championship. And we get the uh, MJF beating Hangman Page. Because it's like if we're going to go home with our baby face losing, we have to make sure another baby face wins. You know what I mean? So I, I'm going to go ahead and call those two. Right now, I think Tony Khan yep. and I think very similarly whenever it comes to booking, bro. <laughs> I really
0: do. I mean, you've been able to what's it called predict two of his uh two of his uh, what's it called uh, booking decisions now. So yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, I like this match a lot. This was definitely one of my favorites of the night, and it had some of the best character work I'd seen. And mm-hmm. uh, I think I agree with you. Uh, who's gonna be taking it if when MJF gets it, who takes it off him? It, it, it's got to be. I think Darby. it should be Darby, bro. And I think, and be I Darby, think that man. belt is gonna look so badass on him, bro.
2: Yeah, I think it should be Darby, and I think Wardlow should finally turn on MJF to help Darby win. Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly how it should go, dude. I really do. I'm. Re- I'm also like, I-, I haven't mentioned this on the podcast, I don't think, but I met Wardlow at the airport on my way back home, and after having met Wardlow. dude's like the nicest fucking guy bro like wardlow i wish you all the success dude your power bombs are fucking killer dude you're winning me over every week man like i really i hope whenever wardlow turns babyface dude this man gets like a 2002 brock lesnar type of run man like wardlow's sick dude shout out to wardlow um but the next match was a the super click versus a jurassic express uh and christian cage which you know, the building up that that trios rivalry that they have with each other. Um, I thought it was a really fun match. I thought it went on like maybe like three minutes too long, but you know, a lot of the spots were cool. Uh, I always fall for the thumbtacks in the mouth. That was awesome. Plus with the with the super kicks to the mouth. Uh, that Luchasaurus moonsault off the the full gear ramp uh, into like Cutler and Nakazawa and all those guys. That was awesome. Uh, Christian Cage uh, from the top of the arena, like diving into a whole other section to wipe out everyone. That was sick. Uh, Matt Jackson did a really cool, like uh, Randy Savage elbow drop onto Luchasaurus on the table. Uh, Jungle Boy threw a chair at Adam Cole's head. <laughs> like there was just a whole, like it was just like these 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 six guys hate each other and they beat the shit out of each other and that's all it was, man.
0: This was my favorite match to watch to match to watch with uh with Keon by the way yeah because Keon's reactions during this match were gold <laughs> uh, a lot of those reactions that he had were just the best dude it was fantastic I like I like this match a lot I like yeah these these two teams obviously have so much chemistry with each other to be able to put on great matches yeah it's, and they're it's still like,
2: going And I know some people I listen I know some people are like oh I'm sick of the rematches but at the same time it's like
0: it they're giving. Deliver.
2: They're it's not really- giving direct rematches. Every time that these guys have a match together, it's a different. It's either a different stipulation or it's a different pairing of people, because now we're moving into this really interesting. And we haven't watched Rampage yet. Sorry, guys. Um, but I know that on Rampage they had Adam Cole and Bobby Fish team up to go up against uh Jurassic Express because I think they're getting Jurassic Express heated up for a tag team reign as well, which I think they need. Get put the belts on Jurassic Express soon, man. Like that's that's gotta happen. These guys are hot as fuck, man. Like I I love Jungle Boy right now, dude. He's he is evolving so fast, dude. Um, t- pairing him up with Christian Cage was the best thing that you could have done for him because Christian Cage and him, you can tell that they've been working on things together. Um, anyways, what was I saying? Fuck, I totally totally lost my point. Um. Oh, I was basically talking about the Adam Cole and the Bobby Fish storyline. They're moving. Kyle O'Reilly is coming in. It's 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 fucking happening. It's I wouldn't depending on whatever day his contract ends in December, I will not be surprised if we get him coming out as winter at winter is coming, because I think we're building towards indisputed era versus the elite, bro. I think we're gonna get. I think we're gonna get that that unification. There's been so many undisputed era teases on TV the past couple weeks. Like even uh even this week on Dynamite, whenever uh Adam Cole and Bobby Fish set each other up to do the and that's undisputed, and the young bucks go whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. We we can't say that here. You can't say that here, you can't do that one here. <laughs> like it it's great stuff, man. I'm looking forward to whatever whatever's going on with Adam Cole, bro.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that. Yeah, what's it called? That damn. Um, I agree with you. I think that Lucha Express are are bound for those yeah. titles soon. They um, need them, man.
2: They need them. I
0: think they're the. I think they're the ones who are going to beat the Lucha Bros, but that's probably not going to happen for like a good amount of time.
2: Yeah, because we're moving into the era now. Now that like, sorry guys, spoilers, but now that Hangman Page is the world champion, we're. I think we're done with like those kind of like. Hey, these are big names from other companies. We're moving into the AW area, the era this is time for Tony Khan to reward the people who've been with the company for the past two years, who've helped build this company. You're seeing it with Sammy Guevara getting his title reign. Darby Allen had his TNT title reign. I think Darby Allen's destined for a world title reign. I think MJF's destined for a world title reign. Hell, I think jungle boy is destined for a world title reign within the next year, year and a half. I think jungle boy's got enough heat behind his back. Dude. Like he, he's one of those like just super fast rising stars. Um, you are going to see guys, though, I, th- I feel like, Adam Coles, who are going to come in and get a title reign. I feel like you're going to see a Keith Lee come in, and you, you know what I mean? But at the same time, the way that they've treated the belts, where people are getting basically like year-long reigns, you know? I don't know how fast things are going to change hands. I think there's some people, though, that don't need to hold the belt as long as others, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it brings up to, like, the—well, I don't think it's the next match, right? But— that's brings up the really good um, discussion about like how the hell they're gonna do the whole Brian Danielson thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I know I know Dwayne. He thinks that Brian Danielson will beat Hangman. There's a lot of people that think Brian Danielson's gonna beat Hangman, and it's like I don't know, man. We'll see. I don't. I don't think that's the right call. I think that that would, to me, I feel like that would undo a lot of what you've built up with Hangman.
0: Yeah, and it like it also really. Stenches. It's it's it stinks of uh WWE type of booking.
2: Yeah, but, but so, we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get into that whenever whenever we get there. But this this the six man tag was great. Uh, Jungle Boy getting the pin over Matt Jackson with the concerto. I think was the right call.
0: Yeah, I love that. You know, Jer- Christian was like, "You you do it." What's it called? You mm-hmm. do it at first, and then he what's it called when he was there? He was like, "I'll do it. I'll do it."
2: Yeah, he was like, "I don't know if I want to do it," but then he's like, "I'm ready." I'm ready yeah. to do it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. Man, I thought this match was fucking awesome. And it wasn't even like a wrestling match. This match was like... Well, these motherfuckers wanted to fight. Yeah, this was a fucking knockdown drag-out fight, bro. These two dudes hate each other. This is such an organic story that's been building for 15 years. I think that yeah. Eddie Kingston is the perfect guy to get CM Punk out of that um out of that mode of like oh hey what's going on guys welcome to dynamite you ready to have a good show we're having a great show tonight we got dr Dr. brett baker in the house
0: and the crowd booed him yeah dude
2: the crowd booed him on on full gear man whenever he came out because eddie's right everything that they had in the promos into into the weeks built up eddie kingston is right eddie kingston is right about cm punk cm punk is a narcissistic asshole he thinks that all of us are going to fall for his tricks and it, and I'm not falling for it CM Punk. I I know you. I know what you're here to do. You're here to do everything that you hated about about the rock, everything you hated about Cena. You're coming in, you're you're, you're having matches with all these with all these young talented guys. Um you're beating them and I and that's part of the story, man. I I'm buying into it. CM Punk is going to turn heel. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. We're gonna get heel CM Punk and heel Brian Danielson teaming up together uh to go on a run. And I'm gonna love it. Man, this is I'm 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 excited for the story, especially after Dynamite this week. Wherever the CM Punk story is going, I'm invested now for sure.
0: Yeah. So um also uh I really, 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 really like that they went like really like into it with the violence, and you know, they got blood in there, and you know, it, it was it was done well. I think that you needed it there where it needed to feel like it was gonna literally be a brawl. Yeah. And uh yeah, man, I, I I love Eddie. I think Eddie keeps on, you know, what's it called, showing that he's just fantastic and mm-hmm. he's one of the best on that roster, man. he's uh, the best promo
2: this. in the game right now, to me. To Hell be honest, yeah. dude. He's better than he's, he he out he Next outdid MJF, CM Punk on that bro. mic, dude. Yeah, yeah, Eddie, Eddie Kingston, CM Punk, and MJF are the three best promos in the business, bro. Yeah, he, and you can't convince me otherwise, man. Uh yeah, dude. What a killer match. A kingston over as ever, man. I was I was rooting for him that whole match, dude. Uh and again, I'll say I'll say it here too. I think I think Eddie Kingston should be the guy to beat CM Punk. Whenever CM Punk's title reign comes, Eddie Kingston should be the guy to beat CM Punk. After this match, I'm convinced. And hey, I think yeah, it's
0: when a story I, waiting to happen, dude. That's I do that. something. yeah, stuff. and I
2: think <sighs> when Eddie Kingston beats CM Punk, he <sighs> Puts that belt over his shoulder, and Eddie Kingston's the one to put his hand out to shake CM Punk's hand. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I feel I feel like something like that would be like a nice moment, bro. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. You know, these guys are wrestling geniuses, man, and and a company yep. that lets them do what they want to do and tell the stories they want to tell. You know, yeah. I, I'm. We'll get good shit out of it.
0: Mm-hmm. What was the next match?
2: Uh, I think the next one is our main event, man. Kenny Omega. It's just hangman Adam Page. And, uh, oh Japan. fuck, dude. I'm I gotta be honest, man. Danielson and Miro, I don't know. It didn't do it for me, dude. That's I keep, right. I keep, I keep forgetting yeah. about it, man. But yeah, Danielson and Miro. We'll, let's talk about that one. Uh, for the AW World Title Eliminator Tournament. Of course, mm-hmm. Miro thrown in uh to replace John Moxley, who most likely was going to be the guy to win this tournament, uh, instead of Brian Danielson. Um, but you know. We've talked about what's going on with John. Happy mm-hmm. to hear online that things seem like uh,
0: he's Dude, they're moving on. in a the positive Bros direction. And, and FTR as well. You didn't talk that.
2: Oh my god! What am I do- What am I doing, bro? Sorry, man. It's <laughs> early in the morning, bro. Jeez. Sorry, yeah. bro. But anyways, yeah, Miro and Danielson. You know, I I thought this was Miro's best match. Um, which it, it was a good match. Like I thought this match was really good. I just something about the finish didn't feel right to me. Yeah, there was a like a DDT type of attempt off the also top was rope botched. that looked a little sloppy. Yeah, yeah. and it just it just didn't transition well into the uh, whatever uh, submission hole that Danielson used to ultimately finish the match. Mm. I, I also Miro was actually for sure injured. Um, I've never seen a wrestler walk into the ring with tape around one article of their body. And that article of your body didn't get worked over at all in the match. So that was definitely a real injury. That it felt like Mira was working around, um, yeah, so you know, these guys went out there, they fucking knocked each other's heads in, and I, you know, that's all I wanted
1: out of it,
0: yeah. Um, I like this match, uh, I kind of agree a lot with what Aiden says here. I thought the finish was odd, I think yeah. that it was a botched uh, DDT as well, but pretty good match. I think that if it would have been John Moxley and Brian, I think that John Moxley was gonna end up winning, yeah, for sure, yeah.
2: I do think John Moxley would have yeah. ended up winning because. I, see, I don't think, and we'll, we'll talk about what's going on with the Brand Danielson character. I don't think that him turning heel this week on Dynamite is going to be, I don't think this is going to be like a long-term heel turn. I feel like this is going to be like a, hey, I'm going to be a heel to be an asshole. So that way I can make Hangman look like what? the old the best baby face in the business right now. And whenever he beats me and I get my first loss in AW, I can be like, oh, hey, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what? You're you're right, Hangman. Let me go. Let me yeah. be humble. You know, I think we'll get something like that. So why
0: are we so up so early on a Sunday night? Because we get to talk wrestling. That's why we're up yeah, We're early. Talking about wrestling, bro. Yeah. We're um, talking
2: about Hangman Adam Page, your favorite.
0: Yeah. Now the Lucha Brothers and yeah. FDR killed it, of course. Oh, Always. dude, that was
2: so fuck My two favorite tag teams of all time, bro. They great fucking match, it, dude. They fucking great killed match. it, man. I, the
0: references to Eddie was fantastic. Yeah. Um, cannot ask for a, be- a better match, man. I mean, those two always, those two kill it every single time in that ring, bro.
2: I just realized, like over here in the corner, I've got my "Good Job Hanger" shirt or poster, and it doesn't really <laughs> look that great in the corner. <laughs> I'm.
0: <laughs> I was like, "What is that saying?" <laughs> Good job, Hanger. <laughs>
2: The only few letters that were hanging out over there in the corner didn't really look that great. So uh, let's go ahead and just scoot that over. Yeah, yeah, Lucha Brothers and FCR, that was fucking killer, dude. Uh,
0: Hell yeah, hell yeah. Great match. Great spots. And uh, I like that, what's it called, of course, uh, the Lucha Brothers Retain. Because there's no way that they're going to take them off that fast.
2: Lucha Brothers Retain in a weird way. I felt like, ugh. I didn't like the whole, like, mask on his face. Yeah. There was some pinning the illegal, pinning the illegal guy. I don't know, man.
0: This this whole pay per view, uh, other than the main event, had some like really like questionable, like confusing finishes for me. Yeah, so I was honestly, like, why do that? Like, uh.
2: and it's and they weren't like, oh, the match is ruined type of finishes. No. They were just kind of like, eh, well, now the match isn't like as good as it could have been. Kind yeah, like, of finish. Well, like I feel like a. Yeah. And it happened mainly, like, this match, the Bryanson-Miro uh, match. Uh, I, I feel like uh, the Minneapolis street fight, that whole thing is a gimmick. You know what I mean? I don't know. It just felt like there was a couple of fin- Like, some of the matches went a little longer than they needed to be, and some of the finishes were a little wonkier mm-hmm. than they needed to be, you know?
0: Yeah. But, um, you know, this match was fantastic, of course.
2: Yeah. Those it's two. it's one of those matches that can only be described as it's the Lucha Brothers and FTR. So just go watch yeah. it. Fuck
0: yeah, and of course our main event. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of talk around this one man. A lot of stuff that went up. We were like, God damn it, bro! If Omega wins, we're like, who the hell is gonna make it gonna win? But we should have yeah. never questioned it, bro. That it it was there. It, it's his. It was his time, bro. And uh, we have a new. No! AEW world yep. champion bro uh congrats to the hangman and page man we have a new champion i'm really happy because it means that we have a new what's it called person to look at every night with a new with the belt and we get to see a new run but also it's about damn time bro that man that yeah, man deserves bro. it you know that man's been putting in so much work and three usually, years man yeah. three
2: years the story's been built up to man
0: yeah but uh i, I like this match um i like i told aiden during the match I was like, we had constantly talked about, like, who would kick out of the one-winged angel, but we never thought about who gonna give Kenny yeah. a one-winged angel. Yeah. And I think that does more than kicking out of the one-winged angel, bro.
2: I, well, I don't know if it does more, but I feel like it was the right moment. Because I feel like if Hangman had kicked out of the one-winged angel, that would have been a <laughs> bigger pop than him winning the title. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, A couple people brought this up, but it's like, if you were to do, and I don't think this is what they're going to do, but it's like, if you were to do a rematch and you wanted to put the belt back on Kenny, you know, it's like, if Hangman hit, if Kenny Omega hits the one wing angel and he kicks out of it, you know, and then ultimately hits another one and he doesn't kick out of it, you know, I feel like maybe that that's a good way to like keep Hangman looking strong. And defeat or something like that, but I don't know. I feel I do. I love. I did love the Hangman One Wing Angel though, because it was a it was a really cool callback to Revolution also.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, especially also you know the finish of the match where we got the, the buckshot lariat to the back of the head of Kenny at first, where it's like it was another callback to a Revolution. Whenever it looked like Hangman was gonna hit that buckshot on Kenny when he was turned around, so I really mm-hmm. liked that. You know, and the Bucks finally showing up in the corner for Hangman. Uh, you know, when they weren't there at his first uh, world title match at All Out back in 2019. Um, the nod from Matt Jackson to Hangman to hit the Buckshot Lariat was great. Uh, you know, everything about this match was awesome. Hangman looked like a star this whole match. Kenny Omega is was incredible. I think that this is... It, it's not the best singles match in AEW, But this is one of the best singles matches in AEW. It's Mm -hmm. crazy that we had an amazing card, you know, kicked off by a five-star match and then ended by a five-star match, in my opinion. Like, I just... uh, These two dudes killed it. Their chemistry is incredible. Kenny Omega was an incredible world champion. I I know everyone's talking about Brian Danielson for Wrestler of the Year. But Kenny Omega was on the run of his life this year, dude. Like, Kenny Omega, the Impact world champion, AAA world champion, the aw world champion carrying AW carrying AEW to the success to the success that they are at now. Like none of this would have been possible if it weren't for the run that Kenny Omega had last year and this year. Mm-hmm. Um hangman Adam Page is about to go on the run of his life. He's yeah. he he's not even the best wrestler that he could that he could be. I feel like in two years, there's a very real discussion to have about if hangman is the best wrestler in the world.
0: So I think I think that we're headed to like a really interesting run. I love the moment in the match where uh, I think he gave him like a V trigger and then what's it called? Hangman just gets off and he just goes straight up into Kenny's face and I think he tells him like, come on, motherfucker. Yeah, is that all like, you got, what motherfucker?
1: What yeah, that got was great. yeah. great.
0: I'm like, Holy shit, man, it's it was good. And I like the finish a lot. And I love that you that the that the um, that the dark order came out to celebrate mm. and uh it was just it was wonderful, man. I think this was one of the best uh story yeah. matches I've seen in a long time they they um,
2: They come out to celebrate they hand him the beer and he like throws it to the side and just like gives him a hug and then they all yeah. lift him up. I was saying it in the line on the way into the show. I was like, if this show does not end with the Dark Order in the middle of the ring holding hangman Adam Page up while he holds the a w World world championship, we have mm-hmm. done something wrong. Tony Khan. God bless you, sir. You are the booker of the year. Thank yeah. you so much for what the fuck you've done for professional wrestling. Book more niggas.
0: Yeah. You know what just what just what's it called pains me is that, like, in a world where Brody wouldn't have died, one of yeah. the first feuds that he would have had would have easily been what's called Brody versus oh Heng my man. gosh. Really that man,
2: it's see, that's so sad because it's like, man, what, what does AEW look like with Brody still there? You know what I mean? I Brody. Brody wouldn't have been an incredible world champion, man. Hell Brody man. would have been an incredible world champion, dude. Gosh.
0: Yeah. But that I said, still look I
2: mean, just go back and watch that John Moxley and Brody Brody Lee match, guys. If if y'all if y'all want to have a good time, man. That's that that that's one of the best matches of his career, man. What a glimpse of what we could have had, man.
0: Yep. Um, so that said, I really like this. I like this pay-per-view. It wasn't better than all out for sure, but uh it had some moments that i was like that i really liked a lot but uh it still yeah. it was still it still was a good time i still it's like a four
2: four and a half out of five pay-per-view man it's, this is a good pay-per-view man
0: yeah it was like a four out of five for me um but obviously my my what's it called match tonight was Omega mega in hangman i thought that match was great so uh yeah, yeah. um you want to just go quickly into like the aw what's it called uh stuff uh, here about uh omega being injured so he's gonna be out yeah
2: so that that's kind of the, like main fallout of full gear kenny omega is gonna be out you know they they kind of went over it at the beginning of dynamite um you know there was a little segment that we had where kenny was like you know good job hanger you beat me fair and square you did it um you know i've got some things i need to re- reassess i haven't watched the match back yet but uh was hoping that you could hold down the fort while I'm gone. Adam Cole jumps in and says, no problem, cleaner. I'll hold the fort down while you're gone. No problem at all. And Kenny Omega's like, yeah, well, I was talking to the Bucks. But, uh, you know, I, I appreciate it. And it gets really awkward. Again, yeah. guys, Kenny Omega versus Adam Cole, I will fly to wherever the fuck that that's going to be at. I will yeah. I will fly to that match. Please, and I love
0: – uh, what's his name? I think it was Matt or Nick. I don't know who it was. What's it called? Yeah. He's going – Brandon, stop recording. Just press the red button. Press, yeah, the, red press button. the red button. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I love that so, moment. <laughs>
2: yeah, so that's that's obviously because Kenny Omega's gonna be out uh, per Dave Meltzer. Uh, he's getting surgery for his shoulder, knee, abdominal issues, and his septum issues. And he's gonna mm-hmm. be yeah. So Kenny Omega's banged up. He's really gonna be the Terminator whenever he comes back um yep. when he comes back i hope for like a huge baby face run for him because he kind of deserves it kenny omega just deserves to be treated like a legend at this point now at aw really um triple mania he's gonna be missing uh which i think is the right call um are I they don't gonna think,
0: strip him of the belt or they're gonna i play?
2: don't think they're gonna strip him of the belt because i from what i read kenny omega can come back like february but i don't okay. think he will uh, I think I think Kenny Omega deserves at least six months off, at least six months. So, yeah. so we'll see what happens with that. But Kenny Omega is going to be out for a while. So, uh, get used to get used to our current stars, man. And, and you know what? He deserves it, man. Kenny Omega did everything that he needed to do in AEW. I don't. He doesn't really need another another world title run in AEW. I think Kenny Omega would be fine just to be a really good singles guy and keep telling interesting stories at AEW. Uh, it's time to move on to the for- to the <clears throat> future, man. You know, it's time it's time to give the Keith Lees of the world, you know, the Swerves of the world, who I hope are coming into AW. You know, it's time it's time to give people like that the the yeah. the, the, the gold and, and the future of wrestling.
0: Um. So, uh, so we have one thing here. Well, we have two things here. You said that you know, yeah, I didn't get to watch the Punk and, and MJF segment. I'm going to go ahead and watch that soon today. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of stuff I need to watch. Yeah, I'll, I'll go watch ahead. Watch. I'll go
2: ahead and brush through Dynamite since you didn't really yeah. get a chance to watch it. Uh, we had the really cool cowboy shit, National Cowboy Shit Day segment to kick off the show. Nice coordination, Hangman Adam Page in Virginia. Crowd chants cowboy shit. The crowd's going crazy for Hangman with his new world title. Man, so happy for the dude. Uh, you could just tell that this moment's been earned, and Hangman even says it. He says, "I don't deserve it. I and earn- earned it." Which is great. Then uh we get hangman talking about his upcoming match with Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson comes out, says, uh, hey, I was out here wrestling the day after WrestleMania, and the crowd hates WrestleMania. Crowd, crowd just boos this man out of the building. AW crowds want nothing to do with WrestleMania or anything having to do with WWE. Boo this man out of the building. Brian Danielson talks about how he doesn't want Hangman to have the excuse that he's not ready. So Ultimately, after Brian Danielson has his match with Evil Uno on the show, he says he wants to kick every one of the Dark Order members' heads in so that way Hangman has enough time to get ready for his match with him, which hopefully will be at Winter's Coming. God, I hope so, because I'm going to be there. Um, So that was awesome. Brian Danielson turns heel, at least for the foreseeable future. Uh, I really liked it. Uh, We get MJF talking about how he... Prove to the world that he is everything that he says he is. Basically cuts a promo to tell you guys to stop fucking comparing MJF to The Miz. Because he's better than he is in every single way. He's the best <laughs> promo. He's the best worker. He's got everything. I'm convinced MJF is going to win that title. Um, he basically, he comes out to the ring and kind of reinstates it. Continues his campaign for himself to get the title. Uh, says he's the best in the world. Uh, obviously CM Punk's music drops. CM Punk just walks out, stares MJF down, doesn't say a word, and walks off. And, you know, gets in MJF's head. MJF's like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you know, so it's great. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember anything else that happened on Dynamite. I'll be honest, guys. I know that unfortunately the Jay Lethal and Sammy Guevara, yeah. uh, the main event was a great match. Uh, fuck Jay Lethal. That's really all we have to say here on the yeah, show. Fuck Jay, Lethal. fuck Jay Lethal and I. I honestly think it's really irresponsible that AEW signed him and hasn't hasn't even brought up any of his allegations. I think it's really irresponsible, and this is and I think this sets a really bad precedent for AEW.
0: I say that it's really interesting that you think that Danielson turned heel uh, on Dynamite. Oh, you don't. I think... don't. I don't think it's a heel turn. I no, you don't think it's it. a heel turn? I didn't read it as heel. Oh, okay. It, it it reads more as a tweener to me.
2: Oh yeah. Because
0: like he says, like what's it called? Because uh, it's still, I don't know. Because we have seen Daniel sin. What's it called? Heal before, like yeah. in me We know when he when he's healed because he's like really loud mouth about it. You know. I, I love I love the, the the you know the weed belt days you know what's going on yeah that, the that, eco that belt run. yeah when he I hope they him. don't do
2: that again but no. I wouldn't be mad because <laughs> it was great yeah. that was a great run. Yeah that was the ultimate villain for Kofi Kingston, bro. That was such a yeah. great god damn it. I miss I missed that. I missed those days, man.
0: Yeah. When he would just come out and be like, because if you uh, you, you terrible people who are just polluting this Pickle. earth! You're out there buying your hot dogs and your paper. It-
1: yep. <laughs> God. Means-
0: but it read more as tweener to me because he still kind of face the ground be like, "I'm out here," because he can't. What's it called? He doesn't want to fight because he's not ready. And it's like to me, it's kind of a little bit of the in between spot. Like, yeah. Maybe as we see the next weeks coming forward, maybe I'll make up my mind whether it's heal or not. But. I think it read more as like tweener to me.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's fair too. I feel like it's definitely one of those kind of ones where it's like it can be viewed either or, either mm-hmm. way. I feel like we'll get more traditional babyface Brian Danielson after the series. Like I said, where it's like I think Hangman's gonna pick up the win. I think Hangman should pick up the win um, yeah. to really solidify his his place and his in co- this company and holding that belt. You know, he needs at least one successful defense. Uh, and having a defense over Brian Danielson does so much uh for someone like Hangman. Um, yeah. especially whenever there is a conversation of if Brian Danielson is the rest of the year, which I think is a legitimate conversation too. I still think Kenny Omega is. Um, you know, I I I really like it. You know, Dynamite was good this week. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to I'm looking forward to what comes out of it. But uh, I feel like we just sort of finished the show with with this last bullshit conversation.
0: Yeah. Um. So what we be- we thought would not have to happen again. Um. So. Um, it seems that those last releases weren't what was last of uh that was the weren't the last of them um at WWE. Um. WWE has went ahead and released uh, the following names from their roster John Morrison, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Top Dollar, Ashanti D Adonis, uh, Tegan Knox, Drake Maverick, Shane Thorne, and Jackson Riker. Those all currently are the updated names of who have been uh, what's it called uh, what's it called um, released as of late, and uh, according to Fightful, the email uh, cited budget cuts, uh, which by the way, uh, <laughs> fuck them for not even having the courtesy to send to have a call, because yeah. uh, like email dog, email. Yeah. Uh, um, so that means that we've all of hit row is gone. We, we got we didn't have any more hit row, which really sucks because I I was enjoying hit row, yeah. I really wanted to see more of what they were going to do with them. Um, and <sighs> damn, uh, swerve. I, I think swerve is definitely gonna what's it called? Uh,
2: he's gonna land on his feet. Oh, he's... yeah, yeah. He's I would bet money he's going to AEW, um, especially the, if you if you listen to the Graf City podcast, which is my favorite wrestling podcast to listen to other than this one, of course. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, Swerve's cousins on that show, you know, Will Washington, you know, they and they talk pretty regularly. And now and I, I implore you guys not to plug other people's stuff, but please go listen to their episode from yesterday. Now that Swerve is not at WWE anymore and Will said that his breaks with WWE are off now, him going off about fuck WWE was incredible. So uh, please go listen to that. If you want to listen to three black dudes perspective on wrestling, that's that's the best show to go do it um uh, mm-hmm. this is this is for you know this, this is this is your sunday vibes you know what i'm saying you know we we do on do <laughs> our own thing out here too yeah, but you we know. plug our but, plug but other shows and yeah but know. we show love we show love to the community yeah yeah saying? exactly so, the, you know that's, that's what, what, what we're all about. about here that's what we're all about here but yeah. swerve is gonna be fine but I, I will say this because he did bring it up on that show the idea of hit row fuck that so apparently that's the thing that like hit row should not be a thing moving forward you know what i mean that's the way he feels he feels as though swerve doesn't need it swerve never needed it hit row was a developmental act um if the other guys want to go off and do their own thing as hit row that's fine but leave swerve out of it so like if yeah. you if you're if you're one of those people tweeting about i want hit row back maybe tweet everybody but swerve that's all i would say yeah. about that yeah but it, it's uh, just ridiculous dude and it's a week before thanksgiving Uh, The holidays are coming up a lot. The shadiest shit about this is the fact that John Morrison married to Taya Valkyrie, who they moved all the way out, out out of their homes to WWE to be closer to WWE. So that way she could be there for NXT 2.0 was brought up to NXT, which she shouldn't have. She should have been brought up to to the main roster. She's a main roster level talent. If you don't see it, you're a fucking idiot um
0: yeah i've been paying attention john
2: morrison went from a guy who held three title belts on the indies to being johnny drip drip with a drip stick uh these people have been just mentally abused and used and it's wrong this company's trash this company's not professional wrestling i don't give a fuck about the wwe we're not i'm done with these pay-per-view watch alongs from the wwe dude i can't this company fucking sucks. This company doesn't deserve it. If you like professional wrestling, you don't need to be spending your money on this. I'm done. I really am. I'm not watching this shit anymore. Uh, honestly, dude, I don't even know if I want to go to WrestleMania next year. I'll be completely honest with you. At this point, there's nothing about this company that I want to support. Uh, it's shit to also have put a lot of these people who were on NXT deals, move them up to the main roster, and then release them so that way they could be on ninety day. Uh, non-competes instead of 30-day non-competes you're literal trash for that you are literal trash for that um go fuck yourself john laurenitis vince mcmahon you're the biggest cunt in the industry uh triple h uh fucking quit start a genuine third promotion because i believe you could probably do it uh there's more than enough talent out there on the indies the indies are fucking booming right now even even next week i'm so sad that i can't go to the gcw show in dallas dude bandito thunder rosa you know like it, it, the indies are booming right now man daniel garcia is going to be out out in houston for new texas pro like next week which i really want to go to there's so dude fuck wwe if you like professional wrestling go watch something else go watch gcw go watch mlw go watch aew go watch N- njpw uh uh go go watch uh stardom uh watch mission pro wrestling please watch mission pro wrestling especially if you like thunder rosa watch anything but this fucking bullshit sports entertainment company that's all i'm gonna say
0: it sucks a lot man it sucks that what's it called uh that it's come to this point where this company is, is keeps on doing this shit and uh i just uh which so I hope everybody lands on their feet and everybody's able to what's it called do what they need to do to keep on having a career. Uh, there's all the good thing is that the time that we're in right now, that there is more than one company that you can go work for and you can still have yourself a successful career. There's uh, options,
2: man. There's options like we're moving past the idea a, there's that there's time that to WWE, be a professional wrestler,
0: man. We're moving past the idea that WWE is the only destination. Um, I think Drake Maverick's going back to TNA. Uh, which sucks because i don't want to see him in tna but you know let's go i think he's going back to impact um where you know a lot of these names i don't know where they'll land but i know the Swerve will probably end up in aw 100 yeah. drake
2: maverick by the way i do want to add what a fucking talent man what a oh, what yeah. a what a miss that you that you are if you don't see it
0: yeah yeah um with that said though uh that's about it when it comes to this show um we didn't get the chance to watch Rampage and uh I am not even gonna lie, y'all. I didn't even know the fucking Survivor Series was this was a Sunday. I never... this yeah. Sunday. I don't think they know Survivor
2: Series is this Sunday. I don't think they know Survivor Series is who gives a shit, Biggie? uh you're killing it.
0: Biggie. Roman, you're killing it. Uh you know Bianca. Uh I'm
2: rooting who, for wait, you.
0: He came out to uh he came out to like uh, announce his MMA fight or something. He was yeah, he was it was walking. like a boxing was fight or something last yeah. Night. I, I watched I watched that video. Looked badass. It was badass, man. Yeah, Big, uh, but
2: Biggie's doing things, man.
0: Where was doing the graphics? You got it wrong. Biggie is not the universal champion.
2: <laughs> 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 he should know. be. Goddamn it! I yeah. think Biggie should be the guy to beat Roman Reigns, but you know that's probably yeah. not gonna happen. It's probably gonna be Brock Lesnar. It's probably gonna be next year at WrestleMania, and so I'm not fucking going, bro fuck all that. I
0: um <laughs> I what's it called uh I I would love for Roman to use that and be like, "Look what these idiots are doing over there. You know, they think that he's <laughs> the universal champion?" <laughs> yeah, oh, bro, it would be
2: great. You said use it, use, it in, use that material in your storylines, but you probably won't because you're incompetent. Yeah. All right, uh, with that
0: said though, it's been a fun time, my friends, and as always, uh, I'm going to be live uh tonight at 8:30 p.m. for the NERCOR live show. And so just go ahead and stay tuned to this YouTube channel tonight. We're gonna to be talking about Delroy Lindo joining the cast of Blade. So um we're gonna talk about that. And I'm excited to talk about that because of course I, I fucking love Delroy Lindo. So you can make sure to tune into that. Uh Aiden, you join us tonight or you go you got you working late tonight?
2: No, nah, I've got work. I gotta leave yeah. in like an hour.
0: All right, all right. Well, you let them know where they can find you.
2: Uh on Twitter at Aiden Angels, that's it, man. Be chilling, man. Just be chilling, yeah. man.
0: Of course, to keep up to date with everything that's going on with the Nerdcore. Go over to Nerdcore.com. But also, if you want to go ahead and support us directly, go over to, to patreoncom nerdcore, where we have a bunch of exclusives and a lot of wonderful stuff. Next week is uh well, this week is going to be our mini pod week. So you get a mini pod at the two dollar tier, and we also have uh, a commentary that was done this last week of. Transformers, the Transformers, the movie from 1986. So go and check that out. A lot of cool stuff is over on the Patreon at patreon.com/nerdcore. And as always, on the nerd Chicano, both Instagram and Twitter, twitchtv chicano Go and check me out on YouTube.com under Alejandro Mendoza. I've got some videos that are in the works right now. I'm still making my way through my essential Fellini set, so I'm going to be doing some couple of uh, talks about those. <laughs> and um, I've got a bunch of fucking movies that I can talk about. And I'm working on a video essay. And a whole lot of other stuff because your boy's got what's it called? Uh, got time, and I'm possibly going to make a Patreon because I don't have a job right now. So we'll see what happens. But that said, though, it's been a lot of fun, and as always, it's been High Flyer Radio. Don't tap out.
2: Tune in.
1: I'm going back